Episode 265. Thank you all for listening to episode 264. Cody is all elite. I am Frank the Auditor here with my co-host. Um, Andre the Jake Parrot. Cody LeFan. God damn. Oh, your names get better every week. Uh, well, we don't have uh we don't you save for wrestling. We don't have, we don't have Bear tonight. He's getting, he's going through his audit today at work. So Frank, the auditor, is here. I made it. Uh, audited that company. They're doing good things over there, but they still suck. They ended up half their people didn't even work. They showed up at goddamn where? Where were we on Sunday night? Co- or not Cody. Uh, reset. Thank you. And then half those motherfuckers that work at the company that Bear works for. I mean, granted, they do they do peasant work. Bear's all he's all elite too. They do peasant work, and they were uh, they were there. And I'm like, hey, your guys are here, and they all got like called off or some shit. I don't even know what happened. I was just like, well, fuck them. Yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty fun time. Yeah. Until uh, so Jake broke another club, broke his three wood at a simulator. Damn, homie. I got it all taped up, though, ready to go. Yeah. What's up? Taped uh, up. We're taking it over under on how far the club he- club head flies. Oh, Jesus. Well, we'll see how far it flies. But we got to thank some people first. Thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter or the gram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Overline Sports Podcast. Just got the badass hoodies, the new OTL hoodies. Gave a few out. Jeremy got his. Gave it to Jeremy for all the trivia and for beating us in NFL pigskin. Pick him. So he's got his. Gave him out to the sponsors. Got one left. To, got a few to get to the other sponsors. And then we are in good shape. I got Cody still in a box. Still here. Got to see Cody. Get it to him. But all wear clothing.com. They can help you. Get in touch with them. Help you with all your clothing needs. Call Sean Crandall's Quality Landscaping, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Wow, Orlando, Florida. Fair enough. So, I mean, I think I think the snow's gone for the year, we hope. And uh, the grass is coming in. He can still get out there and seed for you. He's fixing up some mowers, doing some other things. Get in touch with him. He can help you out, 419-704-5471. And last but not least, Cody, I'm going to need you for this one. I hope you're ready because we don't have Bear. Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Okay. All right, look. I don't know how many more times I'm going to have to go through this with you people. All right. Quit couch surfing. Quit – uh. You know, beating your meat on the hub or uh, what's the other one? Uh, the tube or even uh, X videos, man. Stay off of that, all right? Porn MD. No more, no more, no more spanking it, all right? Pre order the book, okay? Either pre order the book or get a hold of Connell Baird at datingtransformations.com, all right? He can get, get right back to you. You can meet over the Zoom. You can go from you know, spanking your meat and to have somebody else spanking it for you. All right. I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's that simple, man. 
it, it, I, don't, I don't understand, you know, why everybody's stalling and, and wasting time, you know, not jumping on this when you can. All right. I mean, don't you have sex with your bathers? I know I do. And it's all thanks to Connell Barrett at datingtransformations.com. Oh, and Parrot, did you try out that book yet? Oh, yeah. Connell Barrett's, he's the man. Helped me get the love of my life. Can't thank, can't thank Connell enough for all his hard work. Yeah, I can't thank him either. Somehow, uh, the ex-wife must have got his book because she ended up back at my house somehow. So I blame Connell Barrett for ending up with my ex-wife. So thanks a lot, Connell. Much appreciated. So obviously your shit worked. She played some fucking mind games on me from Connell Barrett's book and somehow ended up back with me. So here we are. Fucking bullshit. Thanks a lot, Connell Barrett. But if you want to rope in your ex, if you know you like them, or a new one that could potentially be an ex in the future, get the book. Pre-order it on Amazon. $12.99. If you have Audible, I think it's free on uh if you have an audible subscription or you can get the the hardcover comes out in may you can pre-order that too that's i think 24.99 but remember dating sucks but you don't so Connell barrett dating transformation.com did yeah, anybody you know like me go ahead you know like me you hit up Connell barrett you put all these extra bedrooms in your house to good use jack i got a whole sister wife situation going on over here <laughs> Uh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> surprise me. All right. So at the uh, WGC Mexico championship, which did not have a cut, none of us finished last though, because Wolf withdrew. So none of us at least finished 72nd, which was nice. But we did have somebody finish 59th. That was Bear himself. Burn Weisberger finished 59th. Uh, no miscut. Max Holman, 22nd for Brandon. 35th for me with Daniel Berger, 11th for Cody with Kevin Na, and 28th with M. Sung J or some Sung J M for Parrot this week. And and Colin Morikawa won. He's uh, I think he won the U.S. Open last year. He won that major title. He had that amazing shot on 16 to end up with that hole. But you got to check that out. We are this week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational Bay Hill Golf Club. I'm not going to get into too much. Uh, I don't even know who, who won this last year. Do we know? Oh, I just saw it. I forgot though. Yeah. You're looking it up. Yeah. I, I can't remember who won the invitational in 2020. I, I was looking at it cause they were like one of the favorites and I, I actually didn't take the Terrell Hatton. I didn't take the favorite. I took the guy who finished third myself, Sung J M or M Sung J Baron Brandon actually both took Matthew Fitzpatrick. So that means that Brandon will not be catching bear this week. And, uh, parrot, you got Victor Hovland. I see. And Parrott's still in the lead, actually. 38.9 is the average. Bad. We got some bad averages this year. 41.6 for me, 44.4 for Bear, 47.5 for Cody, 56.3 for Brandon. Not looking good for us. Not our best picks this year. We got a lot of missed cuts. Look at Brandon. Last week, he didn't get a missed cut because they didn't have one. But this yeah. week, probably heading back for a missed cut. A lot of missed cuts. A lot of bad picks so far, luckily. You know, there's a lot of golf left to be played this year. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can turn it around and I can actually hold on to a lead in that choke. 
I was happy that uh, we actually, you know, crosswinds is like a beginner course for people, but we're, we're not superstar golfers. I mean, I could shoot seventies out there consistently, but uh, low, low to mid seventies, usually low. So I'm happy that we got our golf memberships at crosswinds, by the way, Cody, if you, if you somehow end up in Perrysburg and can get a golf membership, they're only 500 bucks this year at crosswinds and you still got to pay for the card if you get a card each year, but so, but 500 bucks ain't shit. Not bad. Hell no. Bad. Yeah. Cause we looked at Riverby, man. Riverby's like two grand. Toledo country clubs, like three grand, you know, it, this is just nuts. I'm like, nah. So I'm going to happily pay 500. And then even if I pay for the golf cart, it's like $12 each time. Even if I golf 75 times, it only costs me 18 bucks a trip. So pretty good. But we know when we go back to back and play 36 holes, by the way, Parrot, I found out if you, I don't know if I told you, if you play 18 and then play another 18, you got to pay for the cart twice. Yeah, but I think cool. if, if we play if we go the right day, like Sunday and do that and the right guys there, I think he'll give us a break. Yeah. Oh yeah. He usually but, does. But when it's not busy, I mean, I think it'd just be more of a problem. So when they're busy and, you know, they need the cards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when, when is Crosswinds ever busy that, exactly. they, that they don't have they don't have anybody with the cards? You can right. always walk onto that course. Oh, hell yeah. So 20. going on to NASCAR, still nobody has a win yet. Pretty much kept consistent with what we've been doing. Uh, Dub finished fifth, so he's went second, 39th, and fifth. He had Harvick. Uh, Bear also had Harvick sixth, seventh, and fifth. So he's remained consistent. I myself have been consistent. I had Austin Dillon. So 17, 15, 12 for me. Cody's kept consistent, getting better each week. 34th, 33rd, 23rd last week with Cole Custer. Was actually in the top 10 with like 10 laps to go. And then Jake, 516 or 526, 14. What a waste of Chase Elliott. That kind of sucks. Yeah. That that wasn't you know that shit happens man that's that's part of NASCAR so NASCAR, it's unpredictable I mean could have happened to anybody so we've got uh, some previous winners for a lot of people uh, B Dub has Brad Keselowski Bear has Joy Logano himself this week they're at Las Vegas Pennzoil 400 and then me and Jake both have Martin Truex Jr. It looks like Bear still yeah he's still got the best average only three races in though averaging a place of sixth pretty damn good and if you look at this race last week dixie vodka 400 at homestead which is where they uh outside of last year the year before that and many years previous that was where the final race of the year was kyle larson finally got himself a top five he looked really good there um mcdowell again man mcdowell sixth he started the year with three top tens this year that's something unheard of Byron wins the race. So you've got three guys that, you know, nobody knew would win races. That That's Byron's second win ever. Christopher Bell got his second or first or second. No, first win last week. The week before that, McDowell got his first win ever. So now this is crazy. NASCAR is, is, is unpredictable this year. But I think you're going to get a guy, somebody this week that's usually a winner. I think, like we said, Truex is going to win. We've got Logano and Kozlowski. All three of those guys are winners. They've won many races before. I think one of those guys might win. Cody Bryant, what do you got? You got to go with the D's. You got D's trying now. To find a double D. I'm trying to find a double D. Don't look like there's one in the lineup. Well, let's let's Not just go down to the let's go down to the peoples with the D's. How about Dirty De Benedetto? He finished second here the last two years. Douche Doucherson. No, Dirty De Benedetto, man. Let's finish second. 
last year and second the year before? Ooh, eh, let's go with the Dirty D. Why not? Dirty to Benedetto. Yeah. So I thought about Austin Dillon, but Dirty Dillon. I couldn't think anything rhyme with Dylan. Uh, JJ Dirty Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Dirty to Benedetto, and then next week, dude, you're gonna have to come up with a uh, an E, easy E. Yeah, I can find an E. Yeah, you can definitely find an E. There's a few E's in here. Easy Eric Jones. <laughs> Shaq's on eight. I know. I didn't use it. Yeah, he's probably the only one you can use. I think he's the only one with an E in the first or last name. Oh, Chase Elliott. Well. It's possible. All right. I don't yeah. think there's I don't think there's been much going on in sports, but we do have a big UFC fight card this week. I mean, got some damn good matches going on. I'm I mean, of course we know the the main uh, Jan Blakovich and uh, Israel Adesanya, and then Amanda Nunez is fighting Megan Anderson. Peter Jan is fighting Sterling. Those are your three main matches. All title fights. Do you think any of these titles change hands? Um, I mean, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Israel's about to be uh, two to two weight class champ. He's beating Jan. Yeah. We'll beat Jan. I can see that. <laughs> He'll beat Jan. Yeah. Nunez. Nobody's beating Nunez, dude. He's no. too hot. Peter Jan will probably keep his. I agree. Um, I don't really know too much about Makashev or Dober. Oh, I'm trying Got to check these things out. Because remember, we got 260 coming up in three weeks, too. That's a big card. Yeah. Who's 260? Stipe. Okay. I'm trying to think who Aljamain Sterling. Who did he beat his last fight? I'm trying to, I can't remember. Who, Sterling? Yeah. Ajman Sterling. Uh, it was he, a, didn't he knock out? at U, UFC 250 submission rear naked choke round one. Mm. Minute and a half in. I think that might be the one, man. You think that I'm changes too? Sterling. I think so. I think yeah. Well, you think Izzy's winning too, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Izzy's winning too. Though. That's. Yeah, man, I think I think Sterling could win. Let's check out what Peter Yan did recently. I mean, he's been on fire. He's only lost one match, and right. he hasn't lost in five years. Yeah, he just beat Aldo, too. Megamedov, yeah. But he beat him the second time around. Punches, decision, punches, or decision unanimous. I said punches, dumbass. Um See, he beat Faber, beat Jose Aldo. You know, like, I remember. So, all those passes prime, though. I'm, I think I'm with you, man. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm going to agree with you. I think Sterling wins. Because, I mean, I can't remember. 
Hell, last time I remember seeing a Uriah Faber fight, I didn't have any gray hairs. So Yeah, no shit. And I still had hair, probably. <laughs> We're talking 15 years ago? <laughs> yeah, I was saying. Both these guys haven't lost in four or five years, man. This is going to be mm-hmm. good. That's going to be a good fight. And I always like watching them Bantamweight boys. Flyweight and Bantam. I love Flyweight. Kai Kara France is on this card, too. He's fighting again. Because he's part of – isn't he in a – He, I, I know he lost to Brandon Royval, but uh, who's – he's in um, – he's in Izzy's. Yeah, he's with Izzy. He's in that same fight camp. Oh, uh, yeah, with uh, – what's his face? Uh, Tara, Matt Tara, Sarah. Yep. Brandon Moreno. He had a draw. He had a draw? He was deducted one point in round three due to a groin strike. Fight of the night. That's interesting. Well, you can't get fight of the night kicking nobody in the boys. Yeah, man. You can't do. You can't get fight of the night doing so that. Kai Kara France. I mean, he's he's not really anything anymore. Yeah, I don't know about all that, man. But yeah, just a lot of lot of good fights going on. I'm looking forward to that. That main card's sick. I don't know. What do you think about Tiago Santos and, and Alexandra Rakic? If I had to pick, I think I'm going to go with Santos. Let's see. Uh, Rakic is, yeah, I mean, he has two losses. Tiago Santos has been there forever. Yeah, he yeah. is. He's old as dirt, 37. He's lost the last two, but he only had a split decision with John Jones. But he did get choked out by Glover Teixeira. Right. I mean, they say he's thirty-seven. Where is he from? Who? Um, Santos. Brazil. Brazil. Oh shit! He's forty-three, man. Not a day older. <laughs> Probably right. No, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good card. Blagovich and and Adesanya. I mean, I think Adesanya's got this. Yeah, they're Maybe. fighting at light heavyweight. Adesanya's coming up from middleweight to light heavyweight. Well, oh boy. I mean, if he gets hit, Jan, Jan throws some punches, but Izzy's fast, man. It's like we always talk about Mayweather. Right. Mayweather, man, just couldn't touch him. <laughs> it's like Izzy. Nobody can touch him. Yeah, but if Jan connects with him. Oh, he's yeah, he's sleep. gone. He's going out. Night-night. Yeah, it's going to be ugly. Yeah, it's going to be something else. I mean, if he wins, that'd be shocking. No, I don't, I don't want to say it'd be was, shocking. It wouldn't be shocking. I want to say it was Jan. I think he has the rope of oh my gosh, I can't remember where I've seen it now. It might have been on Reddit. Uh, oh, shit. Look but, at Jan uh, lost to Santos a couple years ago. Huh. He lost four yeah, fights man. by decision. He lost by a leg injury the one time for that submission decision. He's been knocked out once, so I don't think he's getting knocked out. 
Yeah, no, he ain't getting knocked out. Probably going to be a decision if anything. Well, I don't know, man. You got to remember, this is a five-round fight. He's I going think, five rounds one time. Dude, I think Izzy's, Izzy has too much stamina. He's too quick for him for oh, five Oh, God. No, I agree. Izzy's no joke, man. Because you look at this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he knocked I mean, out Costa. Realized Costa ain't shit. Yeah, like he hurt Costa. Oh, yeah. He whooped his ass. <sighs> she. Man. Whitaker beat Whitaker. Silva. You got to remember, after Anderson fucking ta taunted Weidman and got his ass knocked out, he hasn't been the same ever since. Yeah. Did, uh, side note, did you guys see uh, Shaq's on AEW? Well, I was going to mention that. Uh, yes, he's in the opening match tonight, Cody's favorite. Um, <laughs> but – as we go into that, you know, I know we've got uh, we got our moments in time. Bear's not here. Parrot, I'll let you go first, man. Anything you want to catch up on in sports, talk about, what have you? Well, I mean, since it's, you know, that time of the year again, there's nothing I really want to rant about, but, you know, golf season is upon us. So, you know, just looking forward to getting out and, you know, shooting, you know, swinging the clubs again and trying to improve, you know, hanging out with the guys. Um you know, there's nothing really to rant about about it, but like I said, just looking forward to a good summer, a lot of golf, and uh, see what happens. I don't, I mean, it'd be nice to, you know, it'd be nice to maybe go to the memorial if possible. Yeah, <laughs> this <laughs> motherfucker, Cody, Cody, he's like, <laughs> he fucking calls me up. He's like, hey, man, <laughs> we got to go to the Masters. I'm like, no. And he's like, they're letting people in. And I'm like, no, they're not. And he's like, dude, I'm telling you, I just saw it. They're letting people in. I'm like, dude, you have to be invited because you have to go through a lottery and you have to win the lottery to be able to go on. But I was meaning the memorial tournament the whole time. Yeah, he did mean the memorial. <laughs> saying, saying the wrong M. He's a, he's a, he's a special kind of parrot. Yeah, I'm a special kind. Mm, of parrot. Well, what did he? What did you say, Andre the Jake Parrot? <laughs> yeah, because when we do the wrestling show, I have a couple questions. Yeah, well, wait for the wrestling show. No, that's what I just said. But I'm gonna, you know, oh, I'm gonna man. bless uh, your heart, man. Bless bless his heart. Bless his heart. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do a. I got three minutes. I'm gonna do a quick plug. So uh, just a few things. One thing is uh, Kellen Winslow Jr., the second, got 14 years in prison. Good luck to him. Um, but I did want to mention next week, I don't know what day yet, Tuesday or Thursday, I will be on the Grown Ups podcast for their Jeopardy episode, hosting their Jeopardy. Looking forward to it. Presented by Jeremy and uh, brought to you by, by uh, Blue Chew. So be sure to check that out, the Grown Ups podcast on 
Spotify is the best way to check them out. Uh, might have to bring over my sponsor. I, I'll, I'll just tell myself uh, I'm bringing over my sponsor, sponsored by Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. <laughs> the, uh, I'll bring over that one sponsor with me and just talk about uh, – I'm probably going to see if I can plug him And uh, on the Grown Ups podcast. Are you struggling with your dating life? Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. <laughs> Do you want your ex-wife to come back to you? <laughs> no. Okay, then do not get this book. It is not for you. But if you're trying to pull in some new meat, that's what you've got to do. So uh, we don't thank him enough, but I do want to say that. So one person I really do got to thank, though, uh, Sparty Steve, man. He uh, he took me and two of the grownups we went out to. I don't know where Cody was. He shouldn't. He should have came out too. show should the parrot. We went over to the old brewery inside the five, had a good time. But um Sparty Steve does a lot for us. We appreciate it. Thank you, Sparty Steve. That was cool of you to do that for us. And also to take care of episode 300's venue at the Waterville Event Center, paying for that, paying for our food. We're probably going to get JoJo's, who is a indirect sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. We look forward to episode 300. We do have a while. I think in five weeks we're going to have Jeopardy again, though. So we got five weeks until Jeopardy where it's going to be now that Parrot will be back, we can go back with those tag titles where, because me and Bear have been the tag team champions now for 50 episodes, man. We got to, since episode 225. So that's, we got a long time, man. That's 50 episodes. That is 25 weeks. We will have been champs for 25 weeks. Six more. Write that better. WWE or AEW couldn't write that no better. That's damn right, man. So anyway, I'm done with my rant. Check us out. We've been rocking. We've been rolling. We're on 265, man. I, I just love meeting with these guys every week. These are my brothers. Jake's a brother. Cody's a brother. Always been a brother. And then uh, and then Bear, of course, our brother in arms, who's uh, doing the audit out to dinner tonight. We'll miss him. We'll see him next week. But um, we love doing this, and we bring this to you every week. And uh, as you see, that's why we have 265 episodes, and the grownups have like 60. And they started two years ahead of us. So, <laughs> well, they've got like 80 or 90, but they got some good ass content. I ain't going to pick on them. They're brothers too. But um, again, check them out. If you're into pop culture, they do a great show. There's some funny motherfuckers on that show. So just check them out. Again, the Grown Ups podcast. I'm going to have to try to pull that up, see what their most recent. I can't remember what their most recent episode was. Pulling that up now so I can tell. So I can tell the crew, man. I got to tell the people. Grown Ups Podcast, they've got 82 episodes on Spotify. I know they have more than that. I believe they have 80, 90 total. So the last three episodes, actually, they haven't done one since February 7th. But last three episodes have been, uh, they've been doing an RPG. So a role-playing game where Brandon, the host, does a role-playing game. And they're, it's basically in a zombie attack. So they're su- surviving the apocalypse. It's a pretty interesting listen. Uh, check them out again. You have to see Cody, on to you, sir. All right. Um, you know, just a question, man. Why does baseball have so many dirt bags in it? Like, it used to just be a bunch of assholes, okay? You know, we grew up with the assholes. You know, your Mark McGuire, your Barry Jose Bonds, Canseco. <laughs> your Jose Canseco, your Jeff Kent, your Will Clarks, you know, just to name a few. But they were all assholes, man. But they weren't dirt bags. You got now, you know, you got you got Trevor Bauer out here. Only time he want to clap back at anybody on Twitter is if, you know, they're either under the age of 20 
or they're female. Then, you know, while we're talking about females, you got uh, you, you got you got Mickey Calloway out here, you know, sleeping with people's wives and then harassing them after the fact because they break up with them. Uh, you got the other uh, was the assistant GM for for the Mets that just got fired. You know, you got Tony Tony Larusa out here, older than Methuselah, still drinking wine and everything. Got here getting DUIs and whatnot. So I just, man, what is going on? It's, it's what what happened? It, it, just that's all I want to know. I just don't get it. You know, like the MLB, you got to do better, man. You got you to do better. And then on top of that, you have the, the president out in Seattle that just resigned, you know, making uh, oh my God. racist comments about – Yeah, making racist comments at – well, I mean, he was at, what, like a Knights of Columbus luncheon or some shit like that? Yeah. I mean, which is, you know, lightweight, an undercover clan meeting. So, <laughs> I <laughs> – but I mean, just still, just for him to be just so casual with it, you know. When when did all these dirt bags just start invading baseball? You know, it's a sad state of affairs, man. If Manfred would get his shit together, but I mean, he's a whole another story in itself. You know, if he get his shit together, you know, let's try to get some of these dirt bags out of baseball, man. I mean, it's bad enough nobody under the age of fifty watches it except for the three, you know, the four of us, and. You know, nobody's going to games or anything, then even, you know, pre-COVID. And, and now you have all these issues inside the clubhouse. You know, MLB, man, you got to get it together. You know, so it's, obviously it's not safe for anybody that's not, uh, you know, um, a white male. Yep. And yeah. uh, now I don't know if you saw the MLB did announce AAA is going to be able to do their season. Delaying for oh, a month. Oh, yeah. Delaying it for a month. Yeah. Mud Hens are back. Toledo Mud Hens, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Uh, they're going to do 30% capacity at this point. I mean, that could change, of course. Right now, Ohio's at a 30% capacity. If they open up more, there will be people on a wait list to get tickets in. So it'll be good. Looking forward to some, some Mud Hens baseball. That's always fun to go to one of them games. Oh, yeah. That's get you know, hammered. That's a fun, relaxing night. Yeah, sit behind the net because I'm too focused yeah. on getting hammered than watching the ball. So, uh, that's yeah, a good time. I miss that. that that's crazy. We We're going to have to go out and sit and get seats out in the outfield, just sit out there and drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'd catch a baseball. I remember one time Cody took me out there to swing, uh, hit some, play some home run derby. They gave us some shitty bats, so we couldn't do anything. Oh, yeah, he did that on purpose. Hey, but you saw that. You saw me put two off the fence. I was right. like, I was trying, man. I was gripping and ripping, Jake. <laughs> and I was like, I go to Cody. I'm like, man, these fucking bats are dead. He's like, that's on purpose. <laughs> yeah. That would have been nice to say you just hit some dingers at fifth right. there. Oh, dude, I yeah. remember watching a home run derby after. I, I don't know if that was with you, Cody, after when they after the games when they do the home run derby, the high school kids. Man. No, I was out me. there one, I was nice, out there one night, man. This one kid, dude smashing shit over the fucking scoreboard i mean granted they had the metal bats but he was cr- right. it doesn't matter crossing crossing shit crushing out the street. oh my god dude under monroe street just killing it over the damn scoreboard he knew what he was doing he just sitting there smashing these damn balls who did the mud hens have a few years ago that was hitting that i think he was uh 
He was he was always hitting bombs. Talking about Hesman? Yeah. Old man yeah. Mike. Mike Hesman, the, yeah. the all-time leader. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the homie, man. The Old all-time man home run king in uh, AAA, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so baseball's coming up. Looking forward to that. But, hey, we got we to gotta do uh, before trivia. We've got to do our quick coverage this week. So this week we're going to be talking about I, – I know Jake, this is way before his time, even before ours, Cody, but we know all about her. This week, we're honoring a woman, first woman we've been, we're going to talk about, uh, one of the greats of all time in tennis, Martina Navratilova. In 1984, on this day, March 4th, uh, 1984, she retained the WTA Tour Championship. She beat Chris Everett for her fifth title. So Martina Navratilova, now she's actually, believe it or not, 64 years old from Czechoslovakia. Uh, that's her country of origin. Now, you know, that's there's the Czech Republic and Slovakia. They're two different countries. Um, but so did, just get this. Just think about this. So she turned pro in 1975, right? Retired in 2006. Her prize money in her lifetime in tennis was twenty one million dollars. From 70s, Ooh. when there wasn't money in this shit, imagine how much fucking money she would have got now. That was her prize yeah. money alone. Not endorsements, yeah, none of that, that shit, just that's... prize money. Oof. Yeah, look at Perry, you froze up talking about internet, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I did freeze up for a second. Yeah, you some bitch. You deserve right. that. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, man, so, so Martina, her record, get this, her career record. 1,442 and 219. That's an 86.8 win percentage. So what's that compared to something like Serena? Uh, That's a good question, man. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to have to check out Serena Williams. I didn't expect you to mention Serena Williams, but I'm sure in the future (laughs) we'll talk about her. You know, she's damn near pushing 40. I think she turns 40 this year, doesn't she? Yeah, September. So she's right up there, too. 851 and 148. 85.2 win percentage. Okay, but she's played, like, way less. Yeah, not – I wouldn't say way less. But, yeah, about 700 matches. But you got to look at Grand Slam titles that Serena's won. She's won 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. She's won 23 (laughs) Grand Slam titles. That is nuts. I did not realize it was that many. Wow. 73 career titles, though. And if you look at Martina Navratilova, you know, she's won – uh, 167 titles. Holy shit, dude! That just gives you perspective. She was no joke. Cause what? What would you say, Cody? Were the best back then? Her and Billie Jean. And she carried on after Billie Jean, dude. It was pretty much just her. Just carried on to her. Yeah, it was. She was the Serena of her generation. And then you know it kind of got bounced around between um, what Monica Sellis and. Um, Oh, my gosh. Steffi Graf. You know, I kind of bounced around between them. And, and did they not have Monica the – did they, did they only have, like, the Australian Open every other year? Or is this just a coincidence that it went 81, 82, 83, 84, 85? I don't know. 
I have to look at that. I say I don't know much about. Dude, oh no, they had it in '82. Chris Everett won against Martina. Then Martina beat Kathy. Then Chris Everett won again. So Chris Everett was the other one that was there. So Chris Everett was always. She was always winning too. She was always there. Yeah, she was always getting them beat down. That's what it was. Well, but look at her win percentage, dude. Ninety percent. Oh, he's catching them beats. Dude, look at her. Uh... 157 titles. So she had more than Martina, but she got a lot less money than Martina. Still 9 million, but. Still a lot of money back then. Man, I didn't realize Chris Everett was 90% win percentage. So she won nine out of every 10 matches she was in. But go look at Martina's doubles record, too, compared to Chris Everett's. Look at how many doubles matches she has. <laughs> how many doubles titles? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> like. 177. Damn. In 2003, she won the Wimbledon as a doubles. She was fucking 46 years old then. When it doubles. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Who'd you win that with? That's nuts, man. When Wimbledon in 03 won the U.S. Open in 06. Bob Bryan. So that's, oh, that's mixed doubles. All right. So that's mixed doubles. Won that in 06. Regular doubles, though, man. Jeez. Perry, you weren't kidding, man. I noticed that when you were, like, talking. I just, like, I just thought it was crazy. That's another 900 matches she's gotten. That's just crazy. But she was just, you know, she was no joke. Couldn't beat her for shit. I mean, here, here you go. Here's her Grand Slam singles finals. Just unreal. Win, 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 win. But she was there all the damn time. Lost Chris Everett. Beat Chris Everett. Beat Chris Everett. Beat Chris Everett. Beat Chris Everett. Lost Chris Everett. Beat Chris Everett. Beat, beat. So it was always Chris Everett. Told you she was the one catching them beats. Chris Everett would get her now and again. But then, you know, as she got older, Steffi Graf came in there and started whooping her ass. Right. Just for fun, let's look at Steffi Graf. Steffi Graf was the truth back then. The early 90s and she took over. Look at her win percentage, 88%. She was the truth, too. You're right. I mean, it was her and then Monica Sellis and and but once Monica Sellis got stabbed during that match, she was never the same. Right. Is, is she still married to Andre Agassi? I have no idea. They still married. Let's check that personal life. <laughs> she lives in Vegas. Personal life. She dated that, started dating Andre Agassi. They have two children. They didn't push him to be tennis players, so they're still married. Yo. Good for them. 
But how come we don't know how damn old Steffi Graf is? Don't give it. She's 51. Oh, it's right here, dumbass. Jeez, Parrot, why didn't you see it? I... All <laughs> right, so she has 22 Grand Slam singles titles, which ranks second since the introduction in the Open era, third all-time. Behind Margaret Court and Sarina Williams. 22 Grand Slam titles. Yeah, we know Martina doesn't have that many, but she was she's the truth. Where, where would you rank Martina in terms of great tennis players of all time? You mean Martina Hingis? No, Martina Navratilova. Oh, oh. Ooh, well. Would you rank her top three? She's top three. It's top three. Would you say it's what, Martina? Serena. And I man, I don't know who the third who'd you put that third in? I mean, you could probably say Steffi Graf. You could say that. You could say Chris Everett was in the wrong time, you know. Right. But I mean, I, I'd say either with those three, like Steffi Graf, Martina, and and Serena. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. So check out more on Martina Navratilova. That's just our quick update on her. Just a little bit about her. And um, we're not going to get into her pop, her politics or any other things she's done. But um, she's a champion for women. We can tell you that much. All right, so we're going to go into trivia from Jeremy. We don't have the scores because Bear's not here, so these may or may not count. We'll make them count, but it's going to take some time. Here we go from Jeremy. He knows that it's me, the Parrot, and Cody Bryant this week, so we will see what we hear from our friend Jeremy. Must be a big question. This week on Greenies Shows, they're having the best broadcasters of all time. They've had Vern Lundquist, Bob Costas, and Al Michaels. A cool stat they read off was Al Michaels has called the second most Super Bowls of any broadcaster. Who is number one on the list? Hmm. we got to open up the old chat box. <sighs> Let's see. Oh, boy. All right, I'm good. Um, I am ready whenever you guys right. are. Yeah, ready? I'm ready. Ready, Parrot? I'm as ready as I'll be. All right. Three, two, one, and go. All right. Pat Summerall <laughs> twice and Chris Berman. So we'll see it's worth three points. And the answer is me and Cody Bryant with Pat Summerall. There we go. Winner, winner, Chicken Snedeker, as we've heard in the past. You know, I, I the, the first thing that came to mind, of course, is John Madden. I was like, who's been with him the most? Pat Summerall. So. Right. 
All right. I think he worked for CBS and Fox. I think you're right. So here's what we got. The take from our friend Jeremy this week. First of all, thanks for the amazing hoodie. It was even cooler than I pictured. Just great material and even a hand warmer. <laughs> love it uh next up best switches for a full recovery to tiger woods my entire life i have never rooted for the superstars or popular athletes i've been all about the underdogs jordan was my nemesis was my nemesis who i couldn't stand lebron is the same way especially when you add his flopping tendencies that would make soccer players very proud i agree with him there i couldn't stand brady and the patriots and now Mahomes and the chiefs and of course hogan and the hulkamaniacs made me sick so I've rooted against Tiger his entire career and loved watching him play to root against him and hope the underdogs could beat him. Watching his career go downhill was fine with me as a fan, but hearing about his horrific car accident was just awful, and I was afraid we'd have lo- have another Cody, uh, Kobe incident, who I also rooted against, but the world is not the same without him around. Thankfully, it sounded like Tiger was very lucky and should be okay. Although it's going to take time, I'm going to miss seeing him golf for a while as it's not the same without him out there. Hopefully he can get back one day to golfing so I can continue to have fun rooting for him to finish in second place. That's all he's got. See you for wrestling. Um, you know, I found it interesting with Tiger that did you see that they uh, they subpoenaed the black box in his car? So they're investigating now. No, well, they were going to anyway. I think. Yeah. I think they do that anyway, though. Yeah, but now, of course, with a star, they make it a big deal. I would um, say because it's Tiger Woods, it's a big deal. Yeah, I'm just glad we didn't have another incident like that. You know, we talked – Kobe was a tragedy, you know, and, like, think of Dale Earnhardt. That was a fucking tragedy 20 years ago. You know, when you lose these star athletes in their sports, um, you know, it's just crazy. Like, just, just think of that. I mean, thankfully – I don't want to say thankfully. Kobe was retired. But that was still horrible because he was a champion for the game and his daughter was with him and all those other people that were with him. It was horrible. Earnhardt died at the track that he was most famous for and finally won there. And then, you know, he dies and his kids, you know, his kids on the same track with him on the same day, a car in front of him. That's just crazy to me. And Kobe with his daughter, you know, Tiger rolled down a mountain. We still don't know really what happened besides that stuff we heard that he sped off from whatever he was doing. We just don't know, man. And I, yeah. like Jeremy I'm said, taking... no, no, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I just like, I don't root against the, 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 like, I don't want to say that. Like I always rooted against Tom Brady, but then as he won like his fifth title, I started rooting for him and pulling for him to win. Like this past Super Bowl, I wanted him to win. I wanted Tampa to win. I didn't care if Mahomes won because he's he's going to be the GOAT too. I mean, he's got two Super Bowl, you know, two in a row that he's been to. One he won and this one he lost. But I just – I look at it like, man, I root for Brady now. I want to see him win. I'm like, I don't care. Fucking win. <laughs> I think it's great he's 43 years old winning titles out here. Granted, the defense won this one, but – you know, he still he still had to he still had to get him there. And it was his best year, like we said, Cody. Has a defense and he can actually got people that can run the ball so he can throw for forty touchdowns and it looks good on paper. And he not throwing ducks like Drew Brees and Peyton Manning oh, did those at the end of the, yeah, the Peyton, end of the road. Peyton Manning threw what, hundred and fifty yards and two picks and won a Super Bowl. And yeah. Tom Brady had a Super Bowl where he threw for five hundred yards and three touchdowns, but they lost. Unbelievable. 
But anyway, um, you go ahead. I know you were going to say something. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say with the PGA, like the tour and, and all that nonsense they did this past Sunday, I take it all with a grain of salt. Just because of all the bullshit they put him through while he was playing. See, the funny thing is, you know, they everybody was wearing red all Sunday because it was cute. But, you know, when Tiger was active and he was putting his foot on the back of people's necks, they were, you know, rebuilding golf courses to fucking keep them from winning. And, you know, they, they claimed they were going to have, uh, uh, what, fried chicken and collard greens at the Masters which is ironic because that's the same course that basically rebuilt itself to keep him from winning, um, which is how you ended up with, you know, a Phil Mickelson win and uh, a few other uh, left-handed golfers winning the course because it made it easier for them. Um, And then, like, when, you know, when Tiger first got hurt, the very first time, you know, the first car accident, everybody was quick to jump on and, and dance on his grave back then. You know, and now all of a sudden they want to wear red, to, you know, pay tribute to Tiger. Nah, man, keep that same energy that you had years ago when you were trying to shit on him, um, you know, when he had his problems before. As then everybody has something to say, uh, you know, when he because he had his, you know, infidelities <laughs> on his wife and everything else. Sorry. Everybody had that plenty of shit no, no, stayed no. in. No, no, no. I just realized. Oh, Jesus. I just realized that I've got AEW on. I look up Tully Blanchard's in the ring. We'll save that for wrestling, but <laughs> we got to save that. <laughs> we got to save that. We might have to wrap up this show because I want to get to wrestling so we can fucking yeah, talk about man. it. Yeah. You guys got anything got else for this week about Tiger? Because I know you were going on. Dead. I interrupted. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. He wasn't dead. They wearing that red for He wasn't dead. He'd be all right. It's, it, it's funny how. I'm mean, just on this though. It's, it's funny how when he's not out there beating the crap out of people on the golf course, how everybody's his friend now, you know, and everybody wants to be around him now. When he was out there beating the crap out of people in courses, and you know, setting course records and everything, nobody wanted anything to do with him. It's just funny how that worked. Well. Tune in more for Tiger as we update every week on Tiger Woods, and uh, we got to we got to get to the wrestling show because I can't wait to hear what Cody's going to talk about today. But we got to thank some people. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Thank you to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, Sparty Steve. Always, he's our biggest supporter. Uh, has been of late. Everybody, they, they're all great sponsors. But Sparty Steve really takes us on and takes care of us. So we appreciate him, and we all appreciate you. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Quack quack. I'm trying to figure out what's more in this for Lefebvre. <laughs>